Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground Show. Today is Monday. It is March the 28th, and it's Monday night, Eddie, and you know what that means. Take it away. First, I'd like to welcome Sean Stein to the podcast, the broadcast, a fellow podcaster himself and a tremendous host, along with Rock, on two guys, one cup. Now, the dreaded two-goal lead. Can the Rangers ever hold this lead? No, it's agit at time, time and time. But wait a minute. The Rangers pull out another miracle, another comeback. They said it couldn't happen, but it happens every fucking night. The Rangers come back and find the magic and avoid the tragic. Me and Jim have seen more live games than Jim Ramsey in the last uh, week and a half. Congratulations to Ram uh, on his 2,500th game, right? I think that's 2,500 games for the Rammer. The Rangers continue to win to be the par excellence of the Metropolitan Division and let's hope it still continues. The magic is back! New York Rangers hockey. Now over to Jim Schmieder. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. Uh, yes, Jim Ramer, Jim uh, Ramsey, the only the only trainer in the NHL who gets a standing ovation on opening night. He does fans a love him. Job. The fans love him, and he doesn't count against the salary cap like Benoit Allaire either. Two of the most valuable off ice Rangers, I believe, other than the head coach. And maybe Chris Drury, who is now, his stock has risen amongst the Ranger faithful. Maybe I was premature in saying scared and stupid. <laughs> but then again, it wouldn't be the first time I was premature. Could he win executive of the year? Absolutely not. The Rangers will be bounced in the first round and we'll all hate him. <laughs> now, I listen. God bless him. God bless the meek and the stupid. And uh, I don't know if he's so stupid. I think what he did was fantastic. Not have had time to rest because that last show, Jim, which was one of our most popular shows, by the way. Yep. The views were off the fucking charts. I got to say, I, I was on fumes on that show. But now that I have a time to recuperate, I can't wait to hear your recap of your Ranger experience. 
Apparently, the Rangers should only be viewed by Jim because they play much better when he goes <laughs> than when I go. So uh, we'll get into that. We'll talk about this. Uh, what's this? So Billy Smith a, uh, punch somebody. It, it was Pop the. Uh, what's that? Didn't Billy Smith? Bill Smith slapped somebody at the Oscars. Oh, Will yeah, Smith. I'm sorry. Billy, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we we last left you guys last Monday night, and in the in the days that preceded, the Rangers played one of their worst games of the season, and one of their best games, if not their best game of the season. That seven four loss to the Devils which I think just disgusted everyone. I mean, that was just horrible. After jumping out to, as Eddie said, the dreaded two-goal lead. And then it all just went horribly wrong in the second period. Against Shesterkin. Shot, score, score, score. Fading, fading, fading. <laughs> You're right, Jim. I mean... The Rangers got off to a beautiful start in that game. Took a 2-0 lead. In complete control. In complete control. And a goal from Zibanejad. You got a goal from Adam Fox. Going to the end of the first period. 2-0. And come on. I, I know what we're, we're all thinking it now. And Igor and Nett, we're all thinking the same thing. Two is enough. Two is enough. Right. Get me what was that, what was that old phrase with Hank? Get me two goals and I got this, or three goals and I got. Give me two goals and I got this. It just says it in Russian. We're thinking, oh, we're gonna coast. Well, they coasted, all right. <laughs> they coasted to a quick channel change. <laughs> they coasted right into an iceberg. Nah, that game. We can't. I don't even want to talk about that game, Jim. I, I'm glad you brought it up so we could remember. Our humble beginnings or a little misstep. But frankly, just forget. I know it hurt because we lost to the Devils, but I, 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 like you did, you didn't even do a post game for that. Right. And, and just to follow me, so how are you going to talk about that shit? Yeah. I mean, you know, when they lose, it's, it's not that I, it's not that I don't want to do recaps for our Patreon group, but. You know, when they lose and I'm and I, and I got something to be mad about. You know, and it's got to be genuine anger. I can't just I can't just muster up being angry. They got their asses handed to them and they got what they deserved. I mean, what else am I going to say? They right. lost 7-4. Um but I did I did want to just briefly touch on that game just to say that Rangers had uh four Four new bodies in the lineup that night, and I just I, and I definitely think there was a there was a, there was a sense of unfamiliarity. You know, everybody was in the lineup that night, and you got four guys out of uh, you know out of eighteen that uh, Vetrano had played a game or two, but you got four guys out of eighteen that are brand new to everything. So you know that game was a it was a discombobulated shit show after the first period. All right, no problem. But now, then you've got then you got Friday night. You got Pittsburgh coming in. So you know, of course, now I'm you know now I'm like, oh Christ, don't let this team be hitting the you know or hitting the skids. We got Pittsburgh coming in. You know they they put the clamps down at the viewing party. You know, I don't want to go. I don't want to. I've been to a game in two years. I don't want to see them lose. I don't want to. You know, I wanna, come on. 
No problem. No problem. No problem. Now, let me tell you, let me tell you a very quick, very quick story. Go ahead. So uh Jen and I, Jen and I drove in, took the train from Jersey City, and we get into the city, we get off the train, we come out of uh we, we path train let you out on 30 up on uh was it sixth avenue, I guess. So we walk down the block and and we're walking across uh we're walking down um seventh avenue over by where models used to be r.i.p and this guy this guy comes walking towards us in a rangers jersey and he goes hey he goes you're jim and i go yes i am he's like Ron Gretzner? he goes i'm a he goes i'm a big fan of your show he what? says nice to meet you he says i watch your show all the time he goes i think you guys are great henry indictor is his name. He goes by Hank. He's he's all over Facebook. I've seen him and he's on Twitter. I just don't remember his Twitter handle. We talked for a couple minutes. Very nice guy. Jen just looks at me and goes, Holy shit, I can't believe you just got recognized yeah. on the streets of New York City. And I'm not gonna lie to you. You feel I mean, I was walking around about 10 feet tall for ah. a while. But then but then you go to the Molly Wee and they charge you ten dollars for a beer just like yeah, everybody you know else, me. and it goes away. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it goes away. It's funny because my yeah. wife said, I wonder if Jim will get recognized. Because there you I, go. I get recognized when I go down there. You know, you know <laughs> like 14 people come up to me, maybe one or two. But it, it, it makes you feel really good. And it's also kind of weird. Because it's weird because you don't know this person. But right. then you, it's, it's kind of weird. Hey, you know, he, he said hello. Well, that's and nice. As long as he likes the show. Yeah, that's all I, right. I you know, If he just said, yeah. You and that other fucking buffoon. <laughs> I can't stand either one yeah. of you. You guys suck. That would have been like, well, thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, so and then and then yesterday, uh yesterday morning I, I had to run the I had to run the shop right. And I was coming down one of the aisles and I come around a corner and there's a guy wearing one of those uh Henrik Lundquist hats with the with the crown on it, you know, his own brand with the 30. You know the hats. You know the logo. I don't think about. I've seen those. Uh, it was Hen Henrik Lundqvist's own Henrik brand. Henrik Lundqvist's brand, right? With the right, and he's got a Rangers T-shirt on. And I and I come around and I'm like face to face with him as I come around the corner. I said, "Oh, I like your, I like your hat and I like your shirt." And I had my Rangers sweatshirt on. And he says, uh, "He says, oh yeah, he says great game the other night." I go, "Yeah." I said, "I, I said I was there. It was it was phenomenal." And he looks at me. He goes, "You look familiar." I'm like, I'm like, oh man, again. Wow. And he goes, and he, but wait, then he goes, aren't you Jen's boyfriend? Oh, okay. <laughs> I said, yes, I am. He goes, oh, I work with her. So he's a guy that works in her department at the hospital. And, and so I came home, I told her the story. She goes, oh Christ, what'd you get? Did you get recognized at ShopRite? I said, yeah, but only because of you. <laughs> Does she know that he's a Ranger fan? Uh, yes. Yes. Oh. Yeah. She's worked with him for years. With her schedule, she doesn't see him quite as much as she used to, but she's like, oh, my God, you ran into Pete. So, Pete, if you happen to be watching, uh, Jen's boyfriend is a very solid title. I could live with that title yeah. for the re for a long time. Yep. Brian uh, Carr does the same thing. And 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 then I'm walking around Sam's Club yesterday. I went to Sam's Club. All right. We have to go through every uh, sighting of Jim now all of a sudden. No, this had nothing to do with me. This had, will you just let me finish my fucking I'm story? Kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Sorry. 
and and this this older guy, I come around, I'm in the frozen foods, and this guy just points at my shirt and goes, Don't forget five o'clock today. I'm like, no, I know, five o'clock. He goes, I know it's only Buffalo, but we still gotta win the game. I'm like, Yeah. Wow, guys. <laughs> I, just, and I guess the point I was trying to make is that it just seems like now Ranger fans are out. We're loud and proud, man. No, you couldn't it, find you know, that last are, year. We are, we are we are back out of the closet. We, yeah. <laughs> we are we are here. We have no fear. Get used to it. Uh, I mean, it just <laughs> seems like it just seems like now everywhere I go, no matter where it seems to be, I'm, I'm, you know, and obviously New York City that doesn't count, but you know, it seems like everywhere I go out and about here now, I'm running into the Ranger fans again. We're back out of we're out of the closet again. I love it. When you win, people love you. This is what this Everybody city will show you. I yeah. mean, the Yankees are, uh, they won't spend any money. The Mets, they'll spend all the money in the world. But I, until I see it actually transpire onto the baseball field, uh, right. you know, and the Jets, I don't care how many offensive linemen get, they're going to still be 5 and 12. Sorry, Sean. Uh, but, you know, uh, and the Giants, uh, the Daniel Jones era, I don't know about that. And so right now, the, the Islanders are out of the playoffs. The Devils are going to be out of playoffs. We're the only show in town. We're the only winners. Right. We should be loud. We should be uh, reminding each other for the start times of the game. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's just. It was just great. You know. I mean. You know. We're we're a good hour and a half, hour and forty five minutes from the city, and it was just great to run into Ranger fans on all my all my stops yesterday. So. Yeah, but uh, so uh, yeah, we got to see. Uh, so after ran into Hank in the, in the city there, and and then uh, I got to see my friend Chris, who works for MSG Network. Oh yeah, so what happened? Did you ask him the question, the burning question? I Remind did. the people I got, what your burning I, question. I did. I did. And I, I bet I you soften. You soften. No, 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 no. I didn't oh, soften. Oh, really? Oh, I asked the question, but I got the answer I expected. But I had, I just, I said to Jen, I said, I just had to voice this to somebody that works at the network because we are out here talking to the fans and we know how the fans feel. And that's what I told them. Well, the funny part is that I'm waiting for him to come out and meet us. We're, we're down on, uh, you have security the, behind the, behind the garden. And John Giannone walks right by us. Right. Oh, I didn't say anything to him. And then my friend Chris comes out from the other direction and Giannone stops and he's talking to him. And I guess Chris said to him, oh, I'm meeting a friend out here. And then we came walking over and Giannone goes, oh, I guess this is your friend. And I completely blew off Giannone. Good, <laughs> I just, good, I good. just started talking. Jen didn't say hello to Giannone, but I just completely blew him off and started talking to Chris. And we're talking for a few minutes. I said, Chris. Now, I, what did I your friend Chris do again there? He's the he's one of I don't know if he's the head producer or if he's one of the producers, or, but he produces Ranger broadcasts. Was he a? Or I'll ask this question after tell the story. And we talked for a few minutes, kind of catching up because I hadn't seen him in a long time. And you know, I busted his balls a little bit about the his his allegiances in hockey because he did not grow up a Ranger fan. And um, I said, "Can I just ask you a question?" He's like, "Of course." I said, why does Joe Micheletti hate the Rangers? And he just rolls his eyes at me. He goes, Joe Micheletti does not hate the Rangers. I'm like, Chris, I'm like, why? I said, I, I said, I'm a Ranger fan. You know this. My, you said, I said, you know how I feel about this team. I said, I watch every game. I said, you don't hear it because you're working. I said, but I hear what this man says. I hear the tone in his voice. I said, this man does not like the Rangers. 
Oh, yes, he does. And he goes, wait, and this is the best part, and this is why I love Jen so much. I said, I said he does hate the Rangers. And he goes, no, he doesn't hate the Rangers. He's just not a homer like Sam. And Jen goes, Sam is not a homer. Oh. <laughs> she says the right to him. And I'm like, you tell Good him, man. Jen. <laughs> she goes, Sam is not a homer. And he goes, well, Sam said Sam can, you know, Sam said you, you could be Sam will be critical of the Rangers, but they're his Rangers. I'm like, but they but they are not homers. I'm like, Chris, you you grew up a Bruins fan. I'm like, they those are homers. Listen, you know, their announcers are homers. Jack Edwards. Right. So anyway, I got the you know. All right, you posed the question. You were a man, you stepped up, you did what you had to do. Of course. Was this guy I, responsible I, for that? I am the, we, we are the voice of the fans. But, I, I, you know, I thought maybe in a face-to-face -face confrontation, you might soften a bit and couch it some other way. Nah. All right. I'm, I'm very proud of you. So, uh, so yeah, then we, we, you know, he had to go. So then we went over to Molly Wee, saw Mike Smith, saw Dan and Larry, had a few beers, had a few some, little something to eat, and then headed into the game. Watched warm-ups. Uh, I got a couple of videos to show you guys at some point tonight that Jen took. And um, it was a good time. I mean, obviously, they scored three goals in the first four minutes. Eight oh, minutes, that was, was a beautiful game. That's... Every time every time I just got done singing a goal song and sat back down, it was time to jump right back up. I loved it. Absolute loved it. domination. Now, I know the Gwyns were uh, Malkinless. But you played. We were cockless. All right, we were caught. Well, I wouldn't equate Kako to Evgeny Malkin, but we we certainly. Hey, listen, you play with the cards you dealt. They right. basically beat them like a bad dog. Uh, if you Peter lovers, I'll change it to bad uh, to players, whatever. They uh, beat them like a drum, uh, and I'm so glad they shut up those Penguin fans. They shut down Sidney Crosby, who was whining and crying the whole game. Go ahead, Jim. There were uh, there were quite a few Penguins fans at the game. Uh, some of them sitting. We had a few in front of us and a few behind us. And uh, you know, I got to see Mike Harmon. He met us at the Molly Wee, and I met him. Mike Harmon. Great Mike Harmon. We didn't sit together. We had we had these three drunken kids in between us. So, was the Molly but, uh, yeah, jammed? Was it packed? What's that? Was it packed? The Molly Wee? Uh, when we got there, no. But by the time we left, yes, the play it was. Yeah, it was time to go because I just it was just too many people. And uh, you know, Larry was late. <laughs> Mike, let me tell you something about Mike Smith. We all know Mike Smith. He's at our viewing parties. Mike Smith's like the mayor of the Molly Wee. Oh, he is. Oh, he just sits at the corner, and everybody that comes in knows Mike Smith. He talks to everybody. Everybody knows. Everybody knows Mike. Wow, the mayor. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, we got to hang out with him for a while, and then Mike came. We walked around and hit a few of the stores at MSG. Walked around a little bit in there, and and uh, you know, then went in, got to our seats, and watched warmups. What are you getting text from your, uh, your new producer buddy? No. No. 
Did you was, was your friend the producer was it Chris again? Yes. Was he responsible for that stupid Adam Fox cam last night? Oh, that spotlight was such shit last oh, you night. Didn't, you didn't like watching Adam Adam Fox go to the bench three times? But just skate standing in his own zone for minutes on end. What yeah, a but you notice you notice the camera wasn't on him when Ocpozo dusted him for a goal, right? They I know. Out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Bill Chadwick I mean, I like, here, ladies and gentlemen. Dip. I liked all the, the, the facts and the figures about Fox that they were spotlighting and highlighting. But that camera was a complete waste, splitting that screen. Wasting, the, I want to watch the action. I don't want to watch Adam Fox. When the puck comes in his near his way, I just want to see it on a full screen. I can analyze. I don't need a full close-up. I don't see his birthmarks or his uh, no chin or whatever. I don't need to see Lady Elaine that close. <laughs> Lady Elaine. And, uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, great game. Rangers held the Penguins to only 21 shots on goal. I did not see that coming. It was a, it, it, you know, uh, they they did a great job on them. Did a great job. It was fantastic. Lafreniere, Kreider, Frankie V. Frankie, no the right Frankie V. Then Kreider again. Oh, and that Andrew was Copper. Hey, Copper. You know. Yeah, I mean, that, see, like the Carolina win, which I was at, was, uh, come on, we stole one. Costa's still laughing that we won that game. I saw him uh, f uh, Friday night. He's like, ah, ha, ha, ha. He, was still, <laughs> he was still laughing that we stole that game from Carolina. But the game before that, Tampa Bay was a big win. And I felt that this Pittsburgh game, was going to be a good challenge to the Rangers to see where they are in, you know, as far as uh, some of the top teams in the division and in the conference. Right. And they railroaded them. And Tristan Jarry looked like shit. He gets replaced by Casey Doe Smith, who gets right. concussed and has to come out of the game. Now we got to go see Tristan Jarry again. Right. And uh, Tim Rangers just burnt them. I was so happy. I don't care, Malcolm List, whatever. Run it up, Magic. Magic Chris Kreider, baby. So now I'm getting a lot of messages, Jim. Ranger fans think they got a chance at the cup. I try to kind of quell it. I said, but then I say, hey, why not? Why not us, kids? Why not us, right? I don't know. That's basically, why not us? Stranger things have been known to happen. So they play that game, right? Well, you know, Evan Stamps is saying tomorrow is feeling like an ambush. The Pens fucking, they railroaded some team last night. What Malkin, he got the hat trick, I think. 11 to 2. 11 to 2. Who'd they beat? Uh, Somebody, Detroit. Detroit. I think Detroit has mailed it in for the season. Uh, they're, they're going ready to go home. Well, let's hope so because we get Detroit after Pittsburgh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Watch, Mark Stoll gets a three-goal game against us. Right. Uh, but it's homecoming. Yep. It, it, you're right. The game, this game against Pittsburgh will be a, uh, you know, another game, another tester. But we're ready. 
I mean, let's talk about, before we review any more games, let's talk about the additions. What have you seen with the, the two to three, ge- three game evals, Jim? And I'll tell um, you what I saw. Well, you know, I guess my first question was, I don't, um, Justin Braun played the Devils game and hasn't played since. Yes, Lloyd Braun is. Uh... Well, I just think it's weird. You go out and get a guy that plays 20 minutes a night. You get a guy that could eat up a lot of minutes and, you know, pretty steady defenseman and he, uh, and he hasn't played. Um, Nemeth played the the Penguins game and he played the the Buffalo game last night. So I, I don't really have much to say about Braun because the only game he played was the 7-4 debacle. Uh, Dr. B is here. Great Dr. B. <laughs> Love this guy. He's A number one. That's right. Uh, uh, Cop has played well. He was a little shaky when he when he stepped in for Strom last night, and of course we don't know what's going on with Strom other than he's got a either an upper or a lower body injury because you can only have one or the other. And Gallant, of course, says, "Well, it's not too serious," which usually means three weeks. <laughs> so, uh, but I mean, I, I I like I like what I've seen from Cop. The guy that I really like. Vitrano, obviously, you know, I like what I've seen from him too. And for all the for all the analytic nerds who were going absolutely ape shit about Vitrano being being on the first line, how do you like him now? How do you like him now? I'll tell you who I really like out of these guys is Tyler Mott. I like what he brings. I was I was watching him quite a bit Friday night. I like what he does on the penalty kill. He's got good speed. He, he creates mm-hmm. some chances. I, I I hope he's not a. I hope he doesn't wind up just being a rental. I, I, he's kind of he's kind of won me over in just a couple of games. I, Adam, I like what I've seen from him. I asked this to you and the, the audience at home, and the, pe- the two hundred twenty eight people in this chat room. Excuse me. Out of all, let's say we'll even throw Braun in there. Out of the four guys. Who do you who would you like? You kind of answered one of them, like to see re-sign with the Rangers. Well, uh, I don't remember. I know Cop is a rental. I know Mott is a rental. Is Vitrano a rental? Vitrano has another year on his deal, doesn't he? Does he? Because if he does, uh, my wife up, might get a shirt of Frankie the rifle Vitrano. Go to capgeek.com or one of those things uh let's see active contract uh no vitrano is a ufa next year okay they're all rentals brian okay so give them to me all all rentals okay keep them all wow Uh, aren't they all upgrades Yes. Over some of the guys we have. Well, I mean, we, is 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 Tyler Mott not an upgrade over Johnny? We got him for two years, Brodzinski. Well, I don't is know about that? that. Johnny B's been playing pretty good, maybe over Greg McKegley. You okay. know, yeah, yeah, 2.0, uh, you know, that 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 you know, that's kind of run its course, I would it, think. It, so here's my uh, okay. Too early to say Kevin Cosmos says. 
Okay. Okay. Fair. That's fair. That's fair enough too. But let me tell you what. Let me let me chime in here. Unless you want to tell me your order. Tell me your order. I don't want to step on you. Order of importance? Well, I mean, I, I, I guess right now, right now it's, it, it's Vetrano, Mott, and Cop. And that's not really a knock on Cop, but I feel like the, fir- I feel like the first two guys have been more noticeable. And uh, Braun, I, I don't know if they're just kind of coasting with Braun until the playoffs get here. Uh, you know, because he does have the playoff experience. He is the wily veteran. Right. But so, you know, well, maybe they're just coaches holding back way. on his minutes. The coaches put it this way. He wants to go into the playoffs. Gallant Gallant wants to go in with 27, 28, the best guys. He wants depth. What? <laughs> I'm just thinking the Rangers are going to look like the Mets in mid-September when there's like 50 guys in the dugout, 30 of them you never heard of. He wants depth. (laughs) One guy goes down, he wants another capable guy going in. Now, there's a lot of debate in Rangerland. I know everybody hates Patrick Nemeth, but guys, he's like Dryden Hunt. He ain't going nowhere. The coach likes him. He's going to play him. Do I see him as a giant detriment? No. Do I see him as an asset? No. Uh, So here's the deal. My first thing, and it's been mentioned in the chat room, which I can't believe we're simpatico. I'm simpatico with these crazies in here. That Andrew Kopp, to me, you got to get him back. And I'll tell you why. I'm done with Ryan Strom. I know. Wow. I haven't seen enough yet. But I'm done with him. I haven't seen enough. When I've seen enough, then he's just so wildly inconsistent. And it looks like Cop could play that second line until the Rangers can get a bona fide second line center in there. He could fill the gap. Now, they have they had Strom on the wing till he got hurt last night. So, I mean, I think it vastly improved the line uh, – tremendously just getting strong and not putting some, you know, but when Kako gets back, I guess there's your right wing. I think cop has been a great addition. He's winning face-offs. He's gotten some points. Uh, he looks like he fits in. Well, I like the whole Truba vibe. Now the team's getting, yeah, it, it, everybody it, knows it, Truba. It's the, it's the Truba tribe. Yeah, it's the Truba tribe. I mean, the Truba triba. Which I, I mean, how many how many more friends of Truba? I mean, we're gonna get his milkman in here. We're gonna get his mailman. We're gonna get the guy that cuts his hair. It's it's Truba's team. Give right. him the C. That's what I think. It's all pointing towards. Give him the C. Getting everybody that Jacob Truba likes. I think you're ready to put the C on him, and he certainly deserves it this year. The way he's played, I mean, uh, there's a, several players that deserve it, but I, uh, a guy. What? Let me ask you this: This is an uh-huh. off the wall question. If you give Jacob Truba the C, does that influence whether or not you have to keep these guys that are in the Truba Triba? <laughs> in the Truba Triba, can, can you really give a guy the C and then let his best his two buddies walk? I mean, wow. this guy's had 
this guy used to watch Saturday morning cartoons with Cop and Vetrano. I mean, they they traded Pokemon together. I mean, they they went to Chuck E. Cheese. They were in the ball pit. Ultimately, Jim, it's going to be the players, these his friends' choice. Uh, I mean, are just going to throw bad money after good on these guys to keep them because Truba's the captain? I don't think so. We no, have a brilliant GM it, right it, now. But, I mean, is it real? Would, is it, would these guys really be considered? Uh, <laughs> I just thought of something funny. When Rolo mentioned six A's, he won the C. All I could think of for some reason the other night was, oh, alternate captain, my alternate captain. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hey, look, I mean, one of the, you know, the most famous captain in Ranger history. Didn't we surround him with a couple of, you know, a couple, two, three of his, his buds, his hockey brethren? I mean, yes. That's true. That's true. Look, I got no problem with it. Truba Triba. Oh, by the well, way, I, I'm sure I'm sure one of these websites will be, you know, Weebly Blue or Blue York or whatever the whatever the fuck <laughs> they'll all be selling. They'll be selling Truba Triba shirts tomorrow as they heard right. it here. Somebody yeah. will mention it on Twitter, and the next thing you know, ah, tonight we're going to give away the first of our Truba Triba shirts. Get yours for thirty five ninety nine plus shipping. I love the way they talk on that. It <laughs> <laughs> is the way they talk. Like when I yeah. like when I created the term Lunsanity. That's right. Or how about when I Steve gave that one away for free too? The Frodo from Moto was stolen by the Steve Zabay. There's another one we gave away for free. We don't forget here. We're gonna trademark all this shit one of these days. Right. This is what I'm thinking. This is what my my, my dense skull is coming up with, Jim. Strom. Can't ask for a lot of money, okay? Because I've had an—I haven't seen enough, but I'm done with him. He can't get primo money, so now he's got to look over his shoulder because Cop will sign for less money than Strom is looking for. There's another one we gave away. Sorry, who? Blue shirt barbecue. Oh yes. I think this puts pressure on Strom. If he wants to play with Panarin, and Brian Attard brings up a good point, Panarin loves Strom. But you know what? Panarin will like somebody who's better than Strom centering him. And you know what? He may love him, but, you know, Artemi Panarin is having a really good year. But come on. He's got 16, 17 goals. This guy should be a 30-goal scorer. He doesn't shoot enough. He needs somebody to set him up. Uh, and I, I'm not saying Andrew Kopp is going to be, but I think Andrew Kopp would be a good placeholder at a cheaper price. The Rangers have, what, $17 million, $19 million in, under the cap next year or something? And, something like that. Yeah, I mean, they could Julie maybe could. land somebody. They got some things to sign. They got things to do. But since they, they didn't go berserkowitz at the trading deadline going after the shiny new toys and uh, signing absurd contracts, They've got that money, which and was very away, and didn't give away big assets either. Oh, you speaking know, of big like assets, <coughs> I hate to break the news to you, but Tarmo Runinen is no oh, longer. I, I know Tarmo Runinen. They're mortgaging the future. They're mortgaging it. I saw enough of Tarmo Runinen when I was in the Hartford to tell you that he's never oh, going to be. Any he, 
you know, at, at the time when he came up and played, you know, four or five games, he was fine. But where where would he? I mean, where would you rank him in this defensive pipeline that they've been building? Which is like the, uh, you know, I mean, this defensive pipeline is like the pipeline from Canada that everybody wants turned back on. I forget. Right. I don't even think of the name of it now. But I mean, we've got. He's probably like ninetieth on the on the team in the in the defensive pipeline. We've got you know a hundred defensemen ahead of this guy. Right. He was never going to play here. So they go get a center for Hartford. God bless. God bless. God bless. The Keystone. Thank you. Couldn't think of the name of it for some reason. <clears throat> so, yeah. Uh, I I just. So, I got a little sidetracked with that. So, I think it's a little leverage for Strom. You know, listen. Oh, tell me. You're not going you to. You can't be calling the shots with Ryan Strom. I think Ryan Strom. It's just. I think we've gotten about as much as we could get out of him, and which was wonderful. But it's uh, absolutely got to end. He cost us nothing, nothing. So <laughs> really, it cost us nothing. We squeezed every little ounce out of him. Now I think the Rangers should, unless he comes in and, and, and says, listen, I want to play with Panarin the rest of my career or whatever, and takes a reasonable number. But I think it's good that the Rangers could have, oh, yeah, I forgot about Sammy Blaze, DB Maven. So is, so is everyone. Right. I think Chris Drury doesn't remember he traded him for Buknevich. But uh, who knows if we'll ever see. I saw a Sammy Blaze jersey at the game the other night. I'm what? Like, well, there was it was two hundred dollars well spent. Was he twice when he played? Oh my god! What a disgrace! Uh, you know what? I, I you know I see. I, uh, I mean, Sammy played. You could hit, I, but. And, and you know that's always that's always something I I focus on when I go to the well, not focus on, but it's always something I keep an eye out for. I like to see who's got like what jerseys are being represented, and like. You know, the guy that wore the Ryan Reeves jersey a couple weeks ago, one of the road games. I'm like, oh, you spent $250 on a Ryan Reeves jersey. I mean, really? I mean, for a guy that plays nine minutes a night, doesn't play every night. <laughs> I mean, come on. Now, so John I'm always Cody. fascinated when I see, like, weird, you know, off-the-wall jerseys. A couple of good rows. I was surprised. I mean, for a new guy. He's, he could be well-liked. He's catching on. He's I People did see like a Goodrow jersey with the correct number on it to answer Sean McCaff's question. Good. That's good to see. The correct number. Uh, I'm not Lots giving Lots of Callahan jerseys still, still in the arena. Lots of Callahans. Even Ryan yeah, Callahan. he's beloved. He's beloved. No doubt about Even it. Even Jen said that. A lot of people still, still wearing the Ryan Callahan jerseys. He was the workman. I keep – he was, you know, he worked. He was the working man's champion there for a while. Yeah, I mean, no doubt about it. Now, I'm not getting all crazy about Filipino because he looked good two games in a row. And meanwhile, Lafayette made him look like a superstar. Wasn't that a great move? Let's give it. Let's give a round of applause to Galant Galant, which some people who used to have a reputation around Rangers circles is questioning why Galant has him on the third line, saying, "Oh, oh, well, well you know, he uh, he's a first line player. Well, what a bonehead move by Galant." Well, Gallant explained that his natural position is the left wing, Lafreniere. And, and come on, he's paying dividends. He looked great. 
He's up to what? Almost 15 goals? Uh, yep. Yeah, Heedles look better, but I'm not promoting him to anything. I, I don't see I, I still don't see it. Sorry, I disagree with some of you. He put, he's on the third line. Keep him on the third line. He looks good on the third line. Keep him on the third line. Don't screw the second and first lines up. Sorry, Jolly. Uh, and uh, to talk about the guy, I think you got to keep cop. Frankie, the rifle, he just shoots. He doesn't think about anything. He's taking, according to Vagistat, he's taking those 1% chance shots and they're going in. You see that one? What What is it with Vagistat shitting on all the ranges now? He just wants to be like everybody else on that broadcast. Dave Maloney is the only truth teller on that entire broadcast. He will tell you what's good and he'll tell you what's bad. He's the only truth teller. I'm not the biggest Dave Maloney fan in the world either, but he tells it like it is, good or bad. Let's see, look, he's the, he's, and he's the closest thing they have to a real analyst in that entire network. You're right. He'll tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, I have I have long said this. I want I want to I want to. And a color guy, not a colored guy, but a color guy, oh, and an analyst. I want to learn something from him when I when I watch him, and that's how I felt. You know, obviously, that's how I felt with JD. That's how I felt with even Chadwick back in his day. But and that's how I feel with Dave Maloney. I listen to Dave Maloney. I learn things. I I I I see different. You know, he sees things I don't see, and then I'm like, okay, that's why I liked Rick Carpinello so much. He always saw something I didn't see. I don't want a guy that just tells me, oh, they work hard, Sam. I don't want that. I know that. Everybody works hard. If you didn't work hard, you wouldn't get to the NHL. It's a dumb statement, and he's got nothing else to say. He contributes nothing to a broadcast, and he hates the Rangers. I'm sorry, Chris. He hates the Rangers. Stem, anyway. Stem Kaus uh, Don Cardoso is asking about Stemkowski. I love Stemkowski. I like Stemmer, but he's got also... The mispronunciation of names—it's just—it's a fucking craziness. He is the closest thing we'll have, we'll ever get again to a Bill Chadwick. That's right. it. He, that's, that's, that's all I can tell you. But he is honest, but he does seem to focus on one thing a little bit too much. I mean, he'll get hooked on a, a thing. Now, Carp is not the worst. We've had him on this show. I certainly could tell. The guy's forgotten more about about the Rangers than I will ever know. <laughs> right. Uh, Stemmer's funny. I, I mean, you know, but he's a homer. I if, like that. If, if Carp's got if Carp's got one bugaboo, it's probably that he shouldn't he shouldn't hang around on Twitter quite so much because he he tends to get a little upset when people don't agree with oh, him. Okay. And I and I think that's part. You know what? Nobody covered the Rangers better when he did it. Nobody. You're gonna tell me uh, Vince Bercogliano, who just continues to avoid my my emails, by the way. So you're gonna tell me he's better than Carp. You're gonna tell me Steve Zippe was better than Carp. Oh, guy was terrible. Zippe. All right. So uh, we're playing Battle of the Network announcers here. You know, it, it, and here comes Telly Savalas for the ABC team fading, and then the supple Suzanne Anton. All right, <laughs> uh, Gabe Kaplan on the tug of war with Loretta Swit. <laughs> and you know the thing with the just with the finish up on the Stepkowski thing, he's usually doing the games with Kenny Albert. Now Kenny Albert is like a savant. 
He oh, remembers absolutely. everything. And I mean, and he's such a gentleman because Demkowski will be making mistakes after mistakes. Oh, Leslie Chef is the worst. Sorry, oh, Leslie. That's your that's your that's your girl. She's been on the show in 10 years, right? <laughs> My girl. She she was just all sunshine and roses and I hate those people. I mean, uh, God bless you, Leslie. I wish you a billion dollars. Ten years. What? I don't think it's been ten years. It was. It, it's probably not long before we stopped on Blog Talk. We've never had her on YouTube's. No, it's just been longer than that. Somebody looked that up. With special guest Leslie Treff. All right. So, uh, uh, what was I said? Okay. Andrew Gross, by the way, was also great when he covered the Rangers. Yes, yes, he was very good. And okay. was great on the show. He was, I, I don't know how many times we had him on. One time he was picking up his kids from the movies. What's that? One time he was dropping his kids off at the movies and he called. That's them. right. Yep. He was a great guest. Good guy. All right, so let me get back to the range. I like what you said about Tyler Mott. I like his speed. I like him. Uh, is it a necessity to keep him around? Well, now we're seeing lots of less of Ryan Reeves. Now, what do you think about that? I'm fine with that, too. I said it I said three weeks ago, Ryan Reeves does not need to play every night. Give me Ryan Reeves when you play the Islanders. Give me Ryan Reeves when you play the Capitals. The teams that are going to try and push the Rangers around, that's when you need Ryan Reeves in the, in the lineup. Do we need Ryan Reeves against the Devils? No. Do we need Ryan Reeves against the Sabres? No. How about the Penguins? No. Okay. No. Need the oh. speed guys. You need guys that can generate offense. Okay. What well, we got Kevin Rooney supposedly gonna come back within a couple weeks. Kako. There's gonna be decisions to be made. Uh, DB, I, I I like Larry Brooks. I like Larry. I, gotta, I don't mind Larry Brooks. Larry Brooks doesn't bother he's me. But he's from us, but other than that. He's he's more of a NHL. The, he's not Ranger specific. I mean, he you know he covers the Islanders and Devils too, and a lot of NHL stuff. But I mean, no, I got no problem with him either. 2018, she was on four years ago. I don't know. Well, I'll have to look through the. That sounds about right. No, no, it's not. No, <laughs> in my mind, she hasn't been on. I'm trying to distance myself from her. Okay, no, John. No, we can't because Gary Gary Cohen's an Islander fan. Gary Cohen, the Mets guy? Yeah. Huh. All right. Uh, so when these guys come back, I mean, I think he's got the Warriors in place. I like Tyler Mott. Again, Justin Braun can't really tell. Um, uh, I like Andrew Frankie the rifle. Now I hear he's streaky. I saw that doof. Bill Lindsay, you ever see this guy? Bill Lindsay, remember when he used to play on the Panthers like two decades ago? He's on yeah. the NHL Network. Oh, well, Frankie Patron is very streaky. He's one of those guys. If he plays on the third or fourth line, he disappears. Uh, well, guess what? He's playing on the second line, so he's not going to disappear for now. What am right. I worried? Most guys do disappear when they get the mode to the lesser lines. They play less a minute, Bill Lindsay, you dope. Get off my TV, you long-headed gooseneck fuck. <laughs> Sorry. 
A little outrage there for Bill Lindsay. I hate anybody who talks bad about the Rangers right now. The Rangers are ruling. They're running over these teams. I mean, uh, they they consistently are winning. I don't remember. What was their worst losing streak this year? I don't think they've lost more than two games in a row. And what did I constantly ask in the last two years? Once the ring, oh, have the Rangers ever had a winning streak? I would ask that. Go Pat? Oh, you mean Ranger related? <laughs> what do I ask the most? No, I would be asking the most. Like, what's the Rangers' biggest winning streak this year? Like three games? He'd be like, oh no, it's four games at a tie. Uh, you know, an overtime loss. Right. We should be proud, and, and we should, nobody should be talking down to us. Uh, let's see. They won four in a row early in the season. They won four in a row again in November. Uh, they did lose three in a row. Two were overtime losses. Vancouver, Edmonton, and Calgary, where they did the Western Canada swing. Oh, yeah, that, that was a shot. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in a row back in December. Seven wins in a row. Uh, since that Western Canada swing, they have not lost more than two games in a row. That's a, This is a terrific season. The, the NHL officers just, just raised a Ranger flag above it right now because the Rangers are, come on, they are the surprise of the league. I mean, I'm, I'm sure Calgary, uh, they've had a really good season. They've been a surprise. But come on, the New York Rangers are like a phoenix from the ashes. Have risen. I didn't think this. Jim didn't think this. Everybody at home didn't think this. Nobody thought this. If you thought this, you're a liar. <laughs> so, no. But I I just think that, uh, you know, and I like the range. Everybody's all that just the goalie. But you know what? <laughs> they got one of the top scorers in the league. And he's no faux elite player. He's a real elite player. Uh, unlike the guys we've had that we, they called elite, you know, a la Rick Nash, even Gabarik to an extent. Uh, you've got a one-two punch with Zabinajad and Cryer that's just out of this world. I mean, Zabinajad has been on fire. I mean, ever since he slumped early, he's every game he's piling points up. Absolutely. You've got, I think, a group, a really good group of defensemen. You got the best goalie. All you have to do is find some secondary scoring. And listen, as some of the guys mentioned in, in the chat room, you've got Lafaniere has 15 even strength goals. That's five on five goals, which the Rangers have a problem with. Desperately need. They desperately need those goals. Hey, you want to you want to see a funny video from the game the other night? Yes. Jen just sent me this because she had to clip it down. Now this and is you live at the Pittsburgh game. Yes. Let it go. <laughs> Who do you think that was saying "Let it go"? <laughs> what, did, what did the first guy say? Poffin sucks. Let it go. I said, "Let it go." I know you, they, they chanted, "Pop and suck." Let it go. Right. Let it go. We got the pot and suck These these two goofballs in front of us, right? These two guys. 
They 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 didn't show up till after it was three nothing. This guy on the right shows up at like a seven hundred dollar Rangers varsity jacket and yeah. has absolutely no clue what's going on with the team. And these two sat here talking about fucking Netflix all night long. I was like, oh my god, and and we didn't realize it. We didn't realize it until we went back and watched all these videos that Jen took. She took a lot of video Friday night. And these guys are yammering through the whole thing. We couldn't really under, couldn't really, we didn't really notice during the game, but we're watching these videos back. And all you hear are these two going on and on about the Netflix. And you see the guys on his phone scrolling through movies. I'm like, I want to go back and see these guys again. I mean, what the fuck you doing? Yeah. No, I mean, this is what people do. These numb nuts. They show at the games. They talk about all kinds of shit. Right. They talk about their lives. I don't give a fuck. Watch the game, asshole. Right. Get into the fun. Now, you say, well, the Rangers wouldn't have won without Igor. But you know what? The Rangers have Igor. They drafted Igor. Igor made it to camp. Igor won a spot. Igor, Igor last year, Igor very rarely really stole games. He's stolen at least a dozen or more this year. So I don't care. I'm glad we have Igor. And uh, I don't care what the Rangers would be with or without them. They got them. So that's the end of that. Right. What am I supposed to apologize because they have a great goaltender? Yeah. Right here. Well, that, they would have a 250 winning percentage if Georgiev was in net. Right. I got no confidence. I'm back to no confidence with the guy again. I, You know, it, it's funny. The um, He plays the game of his life against Carolina. And, you know, the mindset of a goaltender, it's got to be, it's it's crazy because he plays the game of his life against Carolina. Then he's got to come in against the Devils when they're getting shellacked. And he's got to come into this game cold, knowing that he's got to replicate what he did against Carolina or the Rangers have no chance in the game. And then this same guy who plays all world against one of the best teams in the league looked terrible last night. I mean, Buffalo had what 17 happened? shots on goal. I don't, uh, you know, he's he's very uh, he's very odd, very odd <laughs> duck. He's very odd. <laughs> he's a very odd duck. He's an odd duck. I told him maybe he thought he was getting traded. He was playing for that trade. Yeah, yeah, quite. Uh, I I think that was a a big motivator in that Carolina game. I really do. I said it that night. I kept saying it during the game that was annoying Carolina fans. I was like. Late run by Georgie for the Vesna. And they were off. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, well, I don't <clears throat> you want to go to the you want to go to the calls? Yeah, where are we? I feel like I haven't talked enough. <laughs> you feel like you haven't talked enough? I'm trying to think what I had some things to say. Oh, I think okay. no. I, I I I guess I just want to talk about the new guys. I guess we covered it. I mean, um, we talked about the Adam Fox thing. We talked about – we haven't talked about the Will Smith thing. Well, let's talk about the Will Smith thing because it's all over sports radio, believe it or not. That's all they want to talk about. So what's your take on it? Because me and you, sometimes we don't have the same take. Is it you? I don't care. Uh, you know, I, I have a couple of thoughts that are probably best left off 
off public broadcast. Okay. Uh, you know, where was security? Come on, security at the thing. When a bunch I, of actors you know, going to get crazy? You know what? I, th- there was a comedian. Her name is Nikki Glazer. She was on Howard Stern this oh, morning. Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard her. She made a great point. She said, you know, people ask the questions all the time. Where, how did Jeffrey, how was Jeffrey Epstein or these guys, how were they allowed to get away with this for so long? Because, because they're enabled because nobody cares. I mean, Will Smith, Will Smith gets up, socks Chris Rock in the mouth, goes back and sits down, curses him out on live TV. And then 20 minutes later to give him an award and everybody gives him a standing ovation. It's a bunch of Hollywood elite bastards. You All right, a, let me get another imagined video for Chris Rock. Well, I think, hey, listen, you're sitting in the front row at one of these award shows, okay, with the bald chick, and you don't think Chris Rock is going to work the front row? You never saw that coming? Or if you right. did, the whole thing was premeditated. First of all, he laughed at the joke, and then when he saw his wife's reaction, he was like, oh, I guess like a... First of all, he's been emasculated. They said she's telling everybody in the world they have an open marriage. Right. And what uh, what you call Rock should have said, you shouldn't be slapping me. You should be slapping the guy she's fucking. That's what he should have said. But he didn't. He's a man. He's a gentleman. Well, maybe not a gentleman. But to me, I've always hated Will Smith. I've hated him. I liked him in The Fresh Prince. But when he started doing, I liked him in Independence Day. But after that, he's been box office poison as far as I'm concerned. He's terrible. You didn't like I Am Legend? It sucked, that movie. Is that a I remake? Like yeah. Some Charlton Heston movie? No. The Omega sucked. Man, right? I thought that movie was okay. It sucked. All right, it sucked. My opinion, it sucked. Listen, who you know you like like him? You know what movie I liked him in? The one where he plays the... Uh, Oh, I can't think of the name of it now. He's in it with with a girl, and they play like superheroes that aren't superheroes anymore, or something like that. Han- I don't know. Oh, Hand- I know who you're talking about. H- Hancock. Hancock. Was that it? Oh, Hancock. No, I didn't see that. Was that, was that the movie? Was that the one? No, I'm thinking I think of? you're thinking about. Poster uh... says Hancock. Hancock. Wow, wow, West sucked. That was garbage. That was total <laughs> trash. That movie wow. was awful. Eddie and I were the fucking at the movies, Siskel and Ebert. Eddie and I yeah. gonna start giving thumbs up and thumbs down. I thought he was in uh, that other movie they rebooted with the the DC comics. The the one with uh, the the Joker's girlfriend there. Uh, Suicide Squad or something. Yeah, he was in the original suit that they rebooted. They reinterpreted. It was much better. Wilson sucks. All right. Well, and I think Chris Rock is brilliant as a as a as a comedian. Okay. I don't care about books. Who reads books anymore? Give me an I, audio book. Fuck it. I, any. Uh, whoa, oh, he was wasn't he Ali too? Uh, that was Ali? terrible. That's terrible. 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 Him That's that terrible, movie. Mikey. That's a terrible job in that movie, Mikey. Same thing with that Jamie Foxx doing Ray. He does an impersonation for two and a half hours to give him an Oscar. Give me a break. <laughs> Stay on in living color where you belong. Uh, Making me laugh with impressions. I love this. This is like this is like uh, 
what they used to call that thing out of Living Color? Men on men on film. Men on film. Hey, this, this is white men on film. Hated it. <laughs> I give it three snaps. And a, this is white men little, on film. Get the little hats. <laughs> Hated it. That's a good bit. It was. All right. Now can we oh, take no. calls? Yeah, now we got that out. I had to talk. Were, I had to... You, you, you want to cover the drummer from the Foo Fighters first? <laughs> oh, Taylor Hawkins. Surprise, he died of an overdose. That doesn't happen too often. In Colombia. In Colombia. Right. All right. All right, we'll take some calls. All right. Joe, what's going Joe, on? How are you? What's up, boys? How are you? Just for the record, I'm with Jim. I thought I love I Am Legend. It's awesome. Yeah, I like that movie. It's something about it. It's just, yeah. And <laughs> Hancock is the movie. That wasn't that great. My favorite Chris Rock is uh, I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker. When he goes in and asks how much the ribs are, and then he asks him for one rib. And then he asks him, the guy says, will that be all? He goes, how much for soda? You're 75 cents. He goes, how about you pour it in my hand for a dime? <laughs> <laughs> the guy says, "Is that all you want?" He goes, "Yeah." He goes, uh, "It'll be a uh, dollar ten. He goes, "You got change for a <laughs> hundred <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, get you. Fucker is a oh, great. That is a great movie. So good. And he was good seeing you, man. Yeah, man. Time. Thank you so much again. I had a. Oh, you're welcome, man. Had a really flight. good time. I was I really, really hoping they would they would put up five on him, but uh, we we would. I mean, I'm telling you, man. It, I hadn't been in the garden in a long time, obviously, you know, but we had such a great time. It was when they scored that place just blew up. It was so yeah. awesome. I, it took me 15 minutes to calm down. It was just so good. I was like, and you know, I I, I don't remember going to Ranger Island the game at the garden growing up. Um, but if I did, it was a you know, I was very young, but it was great. We had a blast. Yeah, it was, and it that was the game that uh, Ryan Lindgren got bloodied and no call. Oh, God, what a shit. What a robbery. Robbery. And then they, they score in that crap, fluttering puck that gets swatted out by Paul Mary. Yeah. Scores I haven't seen that weeks. goal against the Rangers. Oh, man, I was, I was so pissed. We were all pissed. You yeah. Know, no. My daughters, they were pissed. My daughter doesn't even acknowledge. She acknowledges that as a win. She's like, oh, the Rangers won 2-1 that game. Oh. She doesn't even acknowledge that as a loss. I'm so proud. Joe, were you surprised by the vitriol that was going back between the Ranger fans and the Islander fans? Well, you know, it, it was interesting. I mean, I've I've seen bickering. Uh, you know, it's Rangers Islanders, right? So uh, all those guys had to do is catch wind that somebody was an Islander fan. The the thing that surprised me was that it never stopped. Like as soon as, <laughs> as, soon as the period resumed. They were right back on this girl. And the father's telling, I was telling Jim, in the first period, the father's like, just don't listen to him, don't listen to him. By the third period, that guy had no patience for those guys heckling. And he, oh, no. then he got on him, you know? It was, uh, yeah, it, I was I was a little embarrassed. I was like, how long is this going to go? Three hours? These guys are heckling? Yeah, you well, know? they would drink it. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, I was, listen, I was, <laughs> in a way, in a weird way, I was proud of them because they were relentless, even though they were losing. You know, they, oh, yeah. they weren't playing. The Rangers weren't playing well. Oh yeah, and they kept it going. Wanted you go to play in your, you know, your racetrack, 
play, you can play the ponies and watch the game and your billion dollar yeah. complex and nobody goes and yeah. they didn't with the six dollar tickets oh, line. Man. I mean, they, they were, were it to them, man. They were they were funny. They were they funny. Were funny. But I, I think what a, a woman, what do you guys think? Like I would if it was a girl, I'm not really going at it a hundred percent. You give her a little dig and then you know Yeah, you move on. Maybe at the end of the period you go up to them and you say hi and that's it. Those yeah. guys were relentless. The entire night. They, what do you think, Jim? You give it to nobody? You don't care what? De depends on how mouthy she is. Yeah, she wasn't too mouthy. They it, were the but, ones I mean, that were you know, she's just If she's just sitting there in her Islander jersey and not really, you know, not really, you know, making a lot of noise and, you know, not really, you know, giving it back, then, no, I'm not going to pick on the, the, the defense. But if, if she's one of these, if she's one of these loud mouth, two-fisted, you know, Oh, fuck the Rangers. Garbage. And let's go. Islanders with the painted lips and the whole bit. Yeah, I was going to say the painted lips chick. Would you <laughs> get it? Oh, she. Yeah, no, she wasn't doing that. In fact, Eddie, I don't even remember her wearing an Islanders jersey. When when, I, when they when they break out, broke out the T-shirt cannons, I would have used her as a yeah. human shield if that's the case. Uh, <laughs> come on, Jim. You've oh, crossed man. the line. You By the way, Rob Gresham slapped her in the face. Friday night. <laughs> Ron Gresham Ron Gresham or Ron Gresham? Ron. <laughs> I couldn't get a picture of him, but he was on the he was on the screen. Oh god. And Jill's Velabure was there, which was oh, wow. nice to see. Wow. I heard he's been in bad health. It's back in our day. How about if it was Joy Rosen? We just slapped Sean wants to know if it was Joy Rosen. You, you know what I uh, you know what I picked up when I was at the garden, you know, so it, you know, I'm always at our away games, right? Which is so it was great being around a billion Rangers fans. And we went to uh we went to what's that place up the block? Stouts? Yes, Stouts. Right? So we Too were there sure. for a few hours on St. Patrick's Day. It was a blast. And it was just all Rangers fans. Um, but what I kind of picked up on, it's pretty funny. You, you know the old guys walking around, because the old guys like me are walking around with a Mike Richter jersey, yeah, or someone's wearing a, a Graves or a Gartner or almost everybody's wearing a modern player. You know, it's pretty funny. Um, when I was down in Carolina, I saw a uh, Walt Kachuk jersey. Oh, uh, yeah, that's awesome. That was really a... Yeah, those, you know... You know, well, you're dealing with an old-timer there, you know? Yeah, I. you know, I. it's funny, you know, we're just so used to... I mean, the modern players, like, my favorite guy to watch is Lafreniere. I love him. Um, and I hope he's a Ranger for 15 years. I mean, Kreider's Kreider, you know, Zabinijad, Zabinijad, Panarin, Panarin. But I don't know. Um, he's probably my favorite out of all the all the current guys to watch. I, and I like Truba a lot. I'm a, I'm a big Truba guy. I'm glad they got him. And I think he – it took a little time to get 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 to his game. But this guy is – I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's human. He, he'll mess up. But, boy, man, he brings he brings it. It's awesome. Uh, your thoughts on the Rangers acquisitions? What do you what do you see so far? Yeah, I I you know going into it all, um, I really wanted them to get cop out of anybody. Um, I thought that was what they they needed. I like Mott. Uh, I watched some old, I watched some Vancouver games out west, especially when Edmonton plays Vancouver. Uh, he's a good you know. I, I was saying in the chat room earlier, you know, these are the guys that the Rangers usually don't get. The guys that are they're just good. Hockey players, they, you know, Goudreau is another one that, like, when they signed him, I was like, "This is a this is a good sign. This is a, this guy can play hockey, and he can he can 
play all over the place, up and down the lineup, and Cops the same way. Um, he could, he's probably better at center than a winger, but and he probably prefers that if you would ask him that. But he could play everywhere, and I have no problem if they try to resign him and let Strom walk. And I'm sure he'd fit just fine with Panarin. And got to see who they can put on the right side of them. But um, yeah, I, I I really like the signings. You know, Braun, yeah, seventh defenseman, sixth defenseman. I, I don't know how that's going to shake down, but um, yeah, he's a f- bit of a physical guy. Uh, everybody's going to see him as this lumbering old nothing, you know. But yeah, you, know, you need guys like that to be able. To, you know, that guy's got a lot of experience. So if we couple get guys go down, he's in your lineup. I mean, right, exactly what's happened. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I love it. I, and for what they gave up was nothing for rentals. I mean, even Vetrano, you know, he plays here in Florida. Uh, you know, I've seen him a lot. Uh, he hadn't been – he kind of fell down. They, they're loaded Florida, so he kind of fell to the third and fourth lines, or he was just sitting. Um, but, again, he's got a new life, man. I mean, he's – you know, he's got he's, – he's, he can play too. Um, he's got a good or shot. does he shoot? I got the I got the perfect got the perfect right wing for Cop and Panarin if anybody's interested. Yeah, Vitaly Kravtsov. Yeah, well, we'll see well, how that shakes down. Traded. You never know what happens with all that this summer. Yeah. By the way, I was just thinking about it. you know this is kind of the way things are going. Uh, if they continue to play the way they're playing, um, they got a they got a shot at like. The, the, isn't the fourteen fifteen team have the most points? Right, uh, they had like a hundred and they had like a hundred thirteen points or something, um, and they lost in the conference final. But I think right now they got eighty nine points on the season, and they got how many games left? Jim's looking it up as we speak. That's correct. I think the fourteen fifteen team has the record for most points in a season, which is even more than the ninety three ninety four season. Uh, the 14-15 team had 113 points. Right. 11-12, they had 109. Right. The 94 team had 112. Okay, so the 113 is, the, is their record for most points. And right. that included overtime and shootout and all that stuff, right? So Right. They got a shot. They got How many points do they got right now? 89? 89. With 89. 16 remaining. 16 games to go. Yeah, they could, they could, they could get there. Imagine that. Yeah, so I know. If they go uh, from, if they go twelve and four, they yeah. would they would tie it. Right? No, wait. Yeah. Uh, twelve. That would be twenty-four. That would be twenty-four. That'd be one thirteen. Yeah, that would be tie. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that and would looking tie. at the schedule, I mean, really, honestly, they tend to play better against the teams that are within the division and tough outs. But um, they got a pretty good. I, I know. That I was looking at the schedule. Last week, and they have more home games than road. Yeah, games. they're going to be home a lot, which yeah. is good. So uh, yeah, and the the Detroit game, which is uh, Wednesday night, that's that's the longest road road furthest road game they have the rest of the year. Right. Yeah, they they could do it. I mean, it's possible. There's no doubt. Just the fact that we're talking about it is amazing. I know. I know. It's amazing and amazing the fact that we're coming off a season that we missed the playoffs. Yeah. Right. Right. So, which is pretty crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a good team. Uh, you know, Jim says to me sometimes he'll be listening to NHL Network and stuff, especially during the trade deadline day. And he's like, look at them all praising the Rangers. Everybody's in on the Rangers. And, you know, 
I think maybe they're a a year or two away from real contention. I I hope I'm wrong. This year would be awesome. I mean, look what Montreal did, right? They got, they ran almost ran, you know, and then then they bowed out, but that would be amazing. At least to the conference finals, be able to feel that again. It's been a little while. Yeah. But, but, um, with cap space coming up, they're not like, you know, yeah. Next season, they're going to have room to some wiggle room, yeah. which they never really have, and a good team. Yeah, and I think a couple of the bigger contracts start kicking in, right? Uh, Kreider, I think, and Fox. I don't think Kreider's getting paid all that much. I don't remember what his contract was when he signed. I can't got, um, two more games against Pittsburgh, two more games against Carolina. Yeah. Carolina is uh, going to be the tough out in the conference. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I like I like Florida a lot. They're a really deep team. Uh, Carolina is just as deep as Florida. Um, two more and, against the Islanders. Two more against Boston. Right? Did I see that right? Two more against Boston or one more? One more against Boston. Uh, another game against the Caps. Yeah. Two against Detroit. One against Ottawa, who's given them trouble this year. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's exciting. It's awesome. So I um, it's been an enjoyable season. Like you guys were talking earlier, right? Like they've lost three games in a row once, and twice only a couple of times, right? So uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, it, as much as we've kind of like bickered amongst ourselves all year, who should play it? Who, Galantis picked the right guys. Yeah. I mean, I certainly was not happy with Dryden Hunt playing, but guess what? It works. Yeah, I know a lot of people in the beginning of the season, especially the the, the start they got off to it, you know, people are questioning, they're talking about David Quinn. Like, listen, David Quinn was put in place for for what he did. He did what he was done, right? He had a lot of young guys. He had a good track record with young guys. You knew his shelf life was only about two to three years. Um. If it was longer than that, then our uh, our trajectory uh, going up where it needed to be would probably be taking a little longer than we expected. So he got us to where we needed to be, and it was time to hand over the the reins to a veteran coach. And yeah, Galant's a veteran coach. He has a good track record. And he's pushing the right buttons. Yeah. I, every time I see a press conference, I'm not sitting there going, what is he talking about? Did he watch the same game I did? We had some good looks, blah, blah. He just said flat out, we didn't play good in the first period. We played good in the first period. We stunk in the second. We tried to get back in the third. We got lucky, and blah, blah, blah. And and he lays it out. And I like, this is my favorite thing he said all year, that he's looking to put a whole roster of guys. Now, he's not concentrated just on the, 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 the four forward lines of a whole roster that he wants to go to war with in the playoffs. He, he recognizes you need depth because one injury could just, you know. So I, I I really respect the guy. I don't know what I'm supposed to call him, Gallant, Gallant, Don Rickles. But if he doesn't win coach the Jack Adams, I mean, I don't know. Who else do you think is going to be in on the Jack Adams this year? Yeah, I, I don't remember questioning any of his moves this year. I, I like I like the fact that he just with the media he doesn't deal with their foo foo crap. He'll yeah. be like, no, that, that has not that had nothing to do with my decision. Had nothing to do with it. it was it was uh you know you're you're trying to basically you know you're trying to find something that's not there. 
He's like, it's, I made a decision. It has nothing to do. You know, people like, you know, people on Twitter and everything like that, they go crazy if Lafreniere gets dropped. He goes, it has nothing to do with him. He's a great player. He's going to be great. It had nothing to do coach, with that. What the coach said, it has nothing to do with him. No, of course. He said but everybody not- wants to find something, right? Right. So, He's so, more comfortable on the left wing. That's yeah. what – and what what happens? Right. He looks great. And he, he make he's making Heat look better too. I'm ready for the playoffs to start. I'm, uh, you know, it's we've been in, we've been in, uh, you know, we've been on cruise control. Most most of the teams have actually. We've yeah. all been on. All these eight teams have been in cruise control for like three months. Yeah. You know, at one point, about a month and a half ago, Columbus went on a little spurt and they got within like eight points of Washington. And then Washington said, "Oh, we better get going here." And they got. Right. Going. Other than yeah. that, this this. One through eight. And every matchup in this conference is a tough out in the first round. Whether Toronto has to play Tampa, whether Toronto has to play Boston, whether Toronto has to play the Rangers, whatever the case may be. Pittsburgh, same thing. Same thing. These Half of these teams are very experienced playoff teams. You're they right. I'm almost at that point where I'm not really – I'm trying not to get aggravated over the games that they do lose or yeah. it's close because I really just should be saving this – Energy yeah. for the playoffs. Yeah. That's the way I'm looking at it. The only thing we hope is that they don't go into the playoffs losing five straight, right? That's what you don't right. want. Right. That's what you don't want. Right. Exactly. Other than that, I, I, I'd i love to play Pittsburgh five more times because it looks like we're going to wind up playing them. Right. You know, we'll so. see you tomorrow night. I like the buildup of wars. I like I liked back in 94 when we went into the, the mausoleum and won that last regular season game that set up. And they said, "Yeah, we're we're done with this shit." And then they yeah. steamrolled. Yeah, that, that so game in March. I think that game was in March, and they yeah. hadn't won there in in years yeah. or something yeah. like in that. Fact, they're the one. They're the ones in the mausoleum that killed our unbeaten streak. It was like 14, 15 games that season. We yep. hadn't lost in like a month and a half. Right. And we went in on a, like a Sunday afternoon, one of those mausoleum specials, <laughs> and, we, and we stunk it up. Right. Like, we Jekyll and Hyde did it. You know, we could not we could not get beat, and all of a sudden the Islanders beat us, and they 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 were they they the eighth seed in that conference that year, right? Yep, yep. That might have been for some reason it, it's sticking out in my mind. I could be wrong. I'd have to go see if I can find the box score, but I I seem to remember that might have been one of those games where Keenan started Richter, pulled him, he put Healy in, put yes. Richter back in, yes. put Healy back in. Like, he you did. Know, the, in yeah. fact, I think it was a Monday game. I think it was like a President's Day game or one of those. Monday specials. The day wake at the mausoleum. Yeah, I remember sitting in a sports bar basically by myself, and I'm just sitting there going, I cannot believe they lost to these freaking tools. Yeah, they went, they went on to a four-game sweep. Oh, sweet. And a 22-3. Yeah. Ouch. The Rangers, the Rangers gave us like a month to chill out in the playoffs by, by sweeping the Islanders and only losing one to the Capitals. It was like, ah, right. oh, this is great. Bring on the Devils. never happens. Right. And then we lost five years off of our lives. That we'll never get back. Right. Like yeah. I always say, Dennis Leary says, but that's the five worst years of your life. That's the uh, diaper wearing, kidney dialysis years. Because <laughs> 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 you can have those years. Right. Yeah. Fun times. Well, let's hope this season's another good run. That would be yeah, I'm ready. Amazing. I'm ready. Yeah. Let's hope. All right. Boys. All right, Del. I'll let you go. Take care, Thanks for my calling friend. Him. Yeah, man. It's, it's been a long time. You again. Yeah, we'll right. see you. Talk to you yeah. later. All right, before we get to the other uh, the other calls here, I'll show you this video real quick. Let me just uh, – oh, 
hold on. I got a this is another video that Jen took. And I just gotta share it here. Uh, okay. So here's uh show and stream and solo. All right, here we go. Now it's two nothing. We're just barely, just barely sitting down again. And here come the, here they come again. <laughs> Everybody up again. You're Jen yelling. Oh my God. <laughs> One question. Sure. When Kreider is coming down on that breakaway, as soon as uh -huh. he receives that pass from Zabinajad, are you saying there's no way he's going to put it in the net because of his lackluster finishes on breakaways? No, I think I think if, uh, unless that she had to she <laughs> Jen took like tons of video and she got superstitious. So she, she didn't want to turn the video off. So she literally wound up with like a five minute video, just <laughs> constant dreaming. But, but she had to cut it down so that she could send it to me so that I could use it for the show. But I think you actually can hear me screaming, come on, Crides, come on, Crides. And then he scores the goal. Right. No, I have, I, I have utmost, you know, I mean. Right now he's magical. It, you know, he's, he, he, I don't know what he stepped in, man, but give it to everybody. <laughs> Give it to every, give a big pile of it to everybody. A superstar. Uh, you know, it's just, you know, the garden, it, it, yeah, it's not quite what it used to be. But, man, when they're winning and they score, yeah. and especially now, I mean, it's that crowd has transformed a little bit. It's not a, it, the suits aren't there anymore. The pandemic got rid of the suits. Yeah. So, I mean, it, and it was funny because when they scored the first goal, if you if you watch Jen's video, there's a lot of empty seats. A lot of people missed that first goal, and a lot of them missed the first three. There's a lot of empty seats. By the time they scored the third goal, the place I mean, it was packed. It was a sellout. They've had four. 18,000. told me today they've had four straight sellouts. Yeah, I, yeah, 18,000. But, um, man, when, when they score and they're winning – 
and, and everybody's singing that song. There oh, ain't I, I want to like. speak about the song. There ain't if I was like. an opposing fan, I would think that is the stupidest thing ever. But when they do that, that just brings me joy. I'm I'm instantly transported into some kind of bliss. And and let me tell you, there is nothing better. Like you know, like I, Joe will tell you. And I've seen the Rangers on the road in Arizona, and I've seen them on the road in Florida. And you watch them on TV. And when when there's a big contingent of Ranger fans in whatever opposing arena it is. And you can hear the fans that are there singing the goal song in somebody else's arena. That's the best. That's the best. Because here we are. We are now in your kitchen and we are eating your food, my friend. <laughs> right? We are, we, are, we are bringing it all and we're doing it in your house. I mean, it's just the best. Right I mean, now, it's, 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 it's enough to hear. Uh, when, uh, what was it? The um, oh, shit. Now I forget which game it was. Uh, one of the road games they had a couple weeks ago where you could hear the Igor chants from the Ranger oh, fans. Tampa. The Tampa? Tampa, that's right. It was the Tampa game. I mean, you could hear the Igor chants. You could hear, let's go Ranger. Oh, yeah, Tampa Tampa fans were all kinds of pissed off about us, but about the Ranger fans being there. But fuck it. Get your own fans to buy your tickets. Don't sell your tickets. Not my fault. You put the, I mean, Ranger fans, we travel well. We are everywhere. Shop yeah. right. <laughs> we're at shop right now we're at sam's club we're everywhere yeah so, i see a lot more ranger gear out now so yep. oh joe they dust oh joe oh joe they dusted off the gear <laughs> last night oh last night when they fell behind the buffalo and oh it was it was like crash test dummy song out of sam it was mm, mm, and he's got this new one that he's been doing. I don't know if you've heard this, but it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a, oh. really? I've heard that one. Oh. Yeah, he's, I've heard it a couple of times. Oh. Why you seem to be impressed like, that Tage Thompson was six foot seven. He's like Howard, he's like Howard Stern in private parts, trying to give that woman the orgasm over the speaker. Uh, just a couple notes from last night's game. Yes. Uh, for uh, what was I gonna say? Shit, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, oh, the usual suspects, ladies and gentlemen. The great, uh, uh the, the ass plunger guy. Forty-six games between ass, goals. Ass last, the the last goal was against the Rangers. Jeff right. Skinner. Please retire. I was like, come on. It's the usual suspects. The guy who hasn't scored, Jeff Skinner, Kyle Pozo. I mean, come on. It never stops. I know they won the game, but I had to get that out because I was ranting about that. You know what I loved in the overtime when Buffalo was totally just trying to play, play keep away and the fans just got all Boom. over for it. I loved it. You <laughs> play the game, play the game. There ought to be a there ought to be like a clock, you know, like a twenty second clock. Get the puck out of your zone, or we go, or or, or we go to a face off where you just turn the puck over. Also, Craig Anderson, who was like Methuselah, he's another Ranger killer too. 
Not not as much in recent years, though. As he's gotten into his late 60s, we've kind of figured him out a little bit. Oh, yeah. But, oh, oh, and that was the other thing last night. It knows Ferratu was in full mush mode. Oh, the Sabres don't have a shot on goal in the second period. Oh, yeah. And everybody's thinking the same thing. The first shot's going to go in. Oh, knows Ferratu. Oh, no oh, penalties yet in the game, Joe. No power. They haven't scored on a power play yeah. since, since Sylvan Turgeon, Joe. <laughs> and then they scored. And, and then they, oh. And then throwing the ranges in the ranges of having a penalty killing well, which has been a little bit of a dip in that, but I don't think it's anything of concern. Yeah, it's uh, I just wanted to go over that briefly, uh, you know, that whole penalty killing will improve when Kevin Rooney's back and uh, and Mott's a really good penalty killer. Uh, I'm not worried about their penalty killing. And again, what was there? We're one big Eddie awake at this point. No, I'm just saying, was there one penalty per team the whole game or something? I mean, what is this with these games? Yes, both Rangers, Sabres were one for one last night on the power play. Rangers were 0 for one. What is everybody playing legal now? I, I don't get it. There was, it seemed to be very much a let them play uh, mode last night. Rangers good on face offs last night? Did very uh, well. 59%. That's very well for the New York Rangers, Sam. They work hard. The Penguins work hard, Sam. That Evan and Rodriguez, Sam. Cop was 67%. Barclay Goodrow, CPA, was 56%. Ryan Strom even got to the 50% mark. Oh, please. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I told you, we squeezed every ounce of that trade. We got all our value. That's it. Send him to Ottawa. Like I said, as what's up, Chef? Hey, Chef Ra. That's all right. We'll we'll, we'll get you on right well, ne ne next week. We'll talk to you. Yeah. <clears throat> so, Great time uh, to be a Ranger fan, Chef. Yes, it is. All right. Who's our next? Uh... We have Costa Kana. I'll let you pick. Or do you want to tell your story at first? Nah, we can pass on the story. You sure? Yeah, it doesn't have a really great ending. All right. Because, I mean, okay. Great whatever beginning. You want to, whatever you want to do. Who do you want to talk to first? Who do you want to talk to? Uh, let's talk to Kana. How'd you like a kick? Hey, Kana, how are What's you? What's up, Kana? Why, <laughs> you motherfucker bum. What's up? Oh, well done. Oh. There you go. We good? Yep. You bleed, Eddie? Um, <laughs> no, but I, I, I'll I, just start off by getting the first bit off my chest, which is that I'm hearing from an anonymous source or that Michelle Gingras heard from an anonymous source that Sergey Gonchar will not be playing for the Penguins this next game. Could hurt their power play, Sergey so taking his slot will uh, be Jim's favorite, Marshmallow Boy, Brian Boyle. Oh, they were praising Boyle the other night <laughs> on the telecast. Oh. Bill Lindsay loves Brian Boyle. What a story. Damn, Brian Boyle is completely fabulous, I must say. Oh, oh, boy. Oh. I, I, will, I will say this in Brian Boyle's defense. They showed a nice video. Uh, on NHL Network today, a little kid who 
who beat cancer and he held up a sign by the glass and Brian Boyle and uh, D Duh Smith went over and took pictures with the kid and I think they gave him some stuff. So that was nice. Good on good on Brian Boyle. I, I, I can't I, I believe he's still in the league. I don't, I don't question that he's a good guy. I just didn't like him as a hockey player, not one goddamn bit. Well, and I have a feeling I've expressed that on the show. Kenny yeah. Albert says he's a saint. Well, I mean, regard, regardless of what work he does he, in the community, uh, you know, and I'm sure he does plenty of good stuff, it's Brian fucking Boyle, all right? He was That's funny true. as hell in the, 20, in the 24 7 documentary. Yeah. Wasn't he sharing a room with Delzato and was it Stepan? I forget who he was sharing a room with. You seem to be more of a thinker than I am. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, well, well, we're going to see Brian Boyle tomorrow night. Right. Guess, guess who's going to score? Get ready. Yeah, well, Hank's not in goal. That's true. We do have that. Oh, goal. oh Joe. Oh, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's your uh, breakdowns? What's your bits? What do you got for us tonight? Well, what can I say? I mean, you know, there's not there's not much to complain about. I mean, obviously, I wasn't huge on on that game we dropped against the Devils, but I mean, considering that we just took out two top tier teams, you can only expect so much. So you know, and that's that's bad tendency for the Rangers. We go on these hot, you know, we went two or went three. We drop one, and then we come back and turn it around. I was, I obviously wasn't happy about how we played against uh, Buffalo yesterday, but but then again, like you said, we had two Ranger killers get us. But you know, at least we walked out with the W. So that's they find a way. They find a way. This team. Yeah, I mean, I gotta say that. I mean. I think we went against Pittsburgh. Detroit worries me, though, because Detroit, we have had a hard time against this year. And I think that has that is going to that, – that might bite us a little bit. But, I mean, you know, other than that, I mean, all the trades have worked out really well with Cop and, and Vitrano and, and Mott. And, and I, I just – and also that trade that happened today – I know everyone was really high on ruining in uh, uh, Tarmu, Tarmu, but he's the it future. Actually, he's the future, future, Sam. Yeah, but it actually makes sense that we traded him for a center prospect. During we traded Morgan Barron away to get Cop, and we got to replenish that center depth, considering the fact that we don't know what. Talk about the future. We don't exactly know what the future holds at the center position, aside from Mika Zabinijad long term. Right, this was an AHL move. I, I you know, listen, Tom Arunanen, thanks for your service, but he's going to be—he's not a talent. They've—they got two talented defensemen down there in Lundqvist and Zach Jones. Those are the future. What do we oh, got? Robertson, Jason Robertson, Matt Robertson, and Matt Rob, Jason Robertson. That's the guy on the Jason Robarts. Dallas. Jason Robarts. We got. <laughs> uh, we got a lot of guys that. Those guys are the future. Matt Robert, Matt Robinson, the backup quarterback to uh, Richard Todd. Is that who you're talking about? <laughs> Robertson. Okay, we got Robertson. We got twin. There's a log jam at defense, so uh, I'm not losing any sleep over this. Still got Hunter Skinner in the pipeline too. Yes, there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of defensemen. 
Well, it goes to show you, considering how many how many straight years have we been drafting defenseman after defenseman after defenseman? Yes. Plus, they have this guy Brandon Scanlon that they just signed. Okay. Gave him a pretty good. Brandon Brandon Scanlon, I think. Another Brandon? What's that? Bradens and Brandons and Brandons. Scanlon. Uh, signed University of Nebraska. Oh, not one of these college guys. Just. I, mean, I don't know. They seem to not have like a great track I mean, record with these guys. Andy Barron was a college guy. College guys worked Adam out. Fox was a college guy that worked out but pretty well. He was well. drafted by Calgary. I mean, Jimmy VC was a college guy. He worked out for us for two years and then he fell apart. But I'll, you know. Yeah, but he was another guy. I mean, he under. I, you know, I agree. VC wasn't that bad. Everybody hated him. I don't know why everybody hated him. You Jessamine, another college yeah. guy. Well, people, hate, people hated VC because he was so hyped up because he was a Hobby Baker Award winner, and everyone thought that he was going to be. Yeah, a- he won the Hobby Lobby Baker Award. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Scanlon's a big, big dude. Oh, don't hit. You got to. Oh. Hey, look, you got to you gotta, you gotta be creative when play, you find what position, What's his measurements? Give it to me. Six foot four. 215 pounds. He's from Hamilton, Ontario. All right. I like it already. Right. Scored, uh, set, appeared in 24 games as a sophomore at Nebraska, Omaha. <laughs> Scored 17 points. He was named uh, NCHC All, All-Star Team Honorable Mention. Honorable he mention? He registered. That? Wait, here comes it. Registered a season-high three shots on goal on March right. 13th against Denver. All right, I don't like this guy. You really. know, honestly, he fits. He scored his first NCAA goal on Halloween 2019 against the Alaska Anchorage. Named all-rookie team. Playoff MVP, Eddie. Sean McCaffrey's oh, Omaha, no. Nebraska, Hockey Town, USA. Honestly, that sounds like a perfect fit considering God knows how many times the Rangers go for the biggest guy. Hey, Cameron Fitzgerald Talbot came from the University of Huntsville, Alabama. Talent is where you find it, my friend. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Hamilton's Cutter says Hamilton is a shit heap. It's not the thriving metropolis that Kitchener is. (laughs) (laughs) I, someone should ask Cutter if he would crawl out of his basement to go to Hamilton. I don't know. If it wasn't for the, if it wasn't for the stubborn commissioner, Hamilton would have had an NHL team while the Kitchener Rangers have, have, been, have been in that town for 50 years. <laughs> yeah, Mike, Nike, Mike Nicoluk was playing there. Mike Nicoluk. <laughs> All I see from Cutter now, he keeps posting these videos about Team Canada soccer. Who cares? Right. Oh, they beat Jamaica. You better beat Jamaica. I mean, come right. on. <laughs> What'd they play? A Carnival Cruise line? The team made of a Carnival Cruise? <laughs> come on. Anyway. So, uh, all right. So we got that. We got this. Jim wants to remind everybody of the viewing party. Right. right. I just put it up here to just, you know, gentle reminder. Oh. It's coming. It's only, uh, what, three weeks from Saturday? One, two, three. Yeah, it's about three weeks. 
three weeks from Saturday. It's yep. going to be big. And I am here to tell you that Eddie and I have discussed it. We will have the, we will have for our raffle. We are going to have the biggest prize we've ever given away. Oh, you're giving away the cutter cutout? <laughs> no. Will the cutter cutout be there? Oh. Eddie. What? Will the cutter cutout be in attendance? At the well, my party? wife did ask me, should we do go for another different cutout? That's fine, too. Um, it was a big hit, so I, I think that's got to become a – that's almost got to be a staple. Okay. I, mean, I'm kind of, well, I still I'm, have it in the trunk uh, of my car. I'm kind of surprised Coaster didn't tear it apart, but uh Coaster really didn't want a part of it at all, actually. Yeah, he, no. He was, was a reluctant part of it. Chris Jonner did unspeakable things to it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh the can like of board authority unspeakable. The 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 raffle prize, the main raffle prize, the big raffle prize will be a, a, a as as the old man says in a Christmas story, a major award. It's going to be the big. big time award. And somebody not, is is going home with a big time gift. And I'm not joshing your galoshes. Right. <laughs> we don't we don't do that here. Uh, and I see apparently the World Cup is a big thing in Canada. Whoopee. So is curling. <laughs> wow. So you're going to get a lot of flack from our, our boys uh, up in Canada. You might get a slap at the next viewing party. <laughs> I can't take a country seriously that has money called a loony. Well, I think it's got a uh, sense of humor. I like that in a country. <laughs> we could have no, a Michelin right. cut out. Okay. God. Oh, that's perfect. Having a sand anything else? Uh, no. Other than three weeks from now, I will see the both of you again. All right. All right. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> Thank you, Cutter. Bye. I appreciate that. A day with Eddie would be a great prize. Well, that you should come to the viewing party. Yeah. I'll spend. And there he is, my loyal friend. Howdy ho. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I did. I ditched the show. You were smarter than I was. <laughs> hey, you made fifteen bucks. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Oh boy. Let me tell oh, you. Joe. Oh, oh, oh Joe. Four ways that goes a long way. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, uh, you should. You should have hung around for my my speech that I did before we went on, which was classic. And you got to be fucking kidding me. This promoter is the worst piece of shit. Oh, oh, you, oh, oh, oh you just tore him to ass. Oh, I, I, I wish they would have had the tape rolling, but that's for well, you, 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 you won't be going there no more. So. You got that right. And did you, see, <laughs> did you see on the Facebook page, people said they also got screwed there. Couple other bands. Yeah, one yeah, one band like the whole band got COVID. Yeah. They were lucky. Was one weird. band we were playing with all got COVID and they only had one guy. And he, and he, and he, and he, did, and he did an unplugged set. Yeah, he should have yeah, he was he was good. He was good. He was good. He was talented. I was good. He was good. But dude, just cut your losses. Don't even play. Don't even play in that idiot box. Come on and play in that slot. 
<laughs> Get out of here, you fucking moron. And and that other fucking that the, the the chick and the guy, their brother and sister, believe it or not. Oh god, oh my god, Jesus fucking. I, I will say right now, if Jim and Jen put a band together, it would be better than them. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. You guys might be musically talented. I don't know. I think Costa and Cutter. You can tell a bit bad. Costa Cutter and Connor, the KKK. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, man. Oh, no, come on, wait. But they, first of all, they CCK. Yeah, I know, but that doesn't sound that. That's not as funny. Anyways, anyways, on on to the Rangers. I do you see a lot of parallels from this team to the the team that came out of the the canceled season? That team came out of nowhere too. Let's be honest. Even though they ran out of gas at the end of the season, they basically ran out of gas. But they came out of nowhere. They were like in first place for like how many, how many weeks? Jim, do you recall this? Um, yeah, I mean that was a that was a good team for for a good portion of the season, and then uh, they ran out of gas. Well, yeah, I, I guess you could say they ran out of gas. I mean, that was what's his name? That was Hank's coming out party, man. Who was that under uh, Nielsen or uh, Rennie? No, that was um no fuck that was um Tom Rennie. Tom Rennie, okay. Rennie's robots. That's all. I mean. <laughs> you talk about the the '05 team after the lockout. Yes. Well, Yager also got hurt in the playoffs, didn't he? That year wasn't that the year? He hurt I, don't, I don't know. I don't remember. He tried to throw the check at, at center ice and wound up hurting his shoulder, and he was never the same. Right. I think the Rangers have the components now to they could go deep. I think the, I'll be happy with, with with one round. I'll be I'll be ecstatic with one round after that. After that, it's gravy at that point. Well, that I, is pedestrian thinking. I don't uh, want. No, but. If you I want it all. I know, I know, Jim. I know you're going to take it to the next level. <laughs> but I think at the beginning of the season, if we would have said one round, two rounds, that's probably what we thought. But now that we're here, I got to go with Jim on this. I mean, I'll be I'll be happy with two rounds. But they get to the conference finals, I'll be ecstatic. And if they oh go yeah, to, I'll be. Over the moon. Expectations change. Well, they all you know who said that. You know who said that? John Mandar. Mandar said that. Oh, Expectations God. change. That looks like heavy set goose gossage now. <laughs> Expectations change. Well, he was a wise man. When I said was, like he's in the past tense. Right. <laughs> I think he's been on the show sooner than Leslie Treff has. <laughs> he was on our last blog talk show. That's right. Yeah, that's the, the last, last, last one. one. The last last one, right? I I think our tenth anniversary show. I believe he called in. Yes. Which was the uh, last? The very last? The last? The last one? That was, that was it. That was the last. That's God. That's almost three years ago already. Because <laughs> we are approaching our thirteenth anniversary. I never yeah. thought we would get this far. 
the fact that you guys, the fact that you guys now get recognized, there you go. Who would have thunk? Right. Yeah. But as Costa would say, what's it doing for me? <laughs> I mean, how, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about the Carolina again, game again. I, mean, I, can't get enough <laughs> that fucking game. I can't get enough of that game. The, um, the fans took over that game too, right? The yeah. Ranger fans were there. A lot of Ranger fans. 50 yeah. Yeah, fans were out there too. Even even though even though it was a snooze list for like two periods, right? Oh my god, it was it was the worst game I've ever witnessed, and they won. You mean the worst? Would you say the worst win you've ever seen? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's the worst win I've ever seen. Never seen a team get dominated like that. Because I have rope a dope, man. It's called rope a dope. I rope a dope. shooting from everywhere. Carolina is blowing out the Capitals tonight, by the way. What's the score? 5 1, end of the second. Wow. Derek Stepan with his eighth goal of the season. Come on. Hang it up, Derek. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Ball, the ball defender strikes ball again. Of- that's the only thing I think Carolina has against them is they have a lot of ex-Rangers. Right. Although Tony How'd D. How did they get back- all our ex-players and they're this good when they weren't? <laughs> we couldn't be this good when we had all our ex-players. We have all... Uh, well, our guys were starters. Uh, now that they're role players, our guys, uh, they're much better in the role-playing position. I, I would have to agree with that, kind sir. Yes. But uh, any any quick thoughts to wrap this up on your New York Rangers? What do you what do you think is going to happen uh, Pittsburgh tomorrow night? You think it's going to be a lot much tougher game? I think I think with uh, with with Gina there probably. Okay. I still I still think Pittsburgh's goaltending sucks. Yeah, yes. It's the weak link. Let me ask you this question: That team has always had bad goaltending outside of Flurry. The oh, Tom Barrasso was pretty good, but you go ahead. Barrasso, come on. All right. Barrasso, that team would would win games 6-5. All right. Okay. Oh, Joe, they work hard, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So they always have bad goal tending. So, but they, but they, but they, but they scored a shit ton of goals. That's the thing. They, they were they were the offensive juggernaut. And that's, and, that's, and, that's, and, that's, and that's how they had him. If, if, if it was a low-scoring game, forget about it. Okay. Outside, outside of um, Flurry, they have their goaltending mediocre at best. You know. They are putting up a lot of points this season. Yeah, because why? Because they, they're still they're an offensive juggernaut still. Well, they – I mean, I'm not here to defend the Penguins. I got, I wish they don't die it. I wish they would die in a plane, a plane crash. But yeah, we'll, you know, see, we'll see. We'll see what happens when their two golden boys are retired. We'll, well see what happens get, then. Yeah, what's Crosby like? Thirty six now, or something. Yeah, something like that. Thirty four. Thirty four. He's getting up there. And and Malkin's like what? Thirty seven. Thirty eight. I don't know how old he is. Well, just expect the Teddy Blugers and the. Yeah. And when they start losing, they're all crawl back into the woodwork like good boys and girls. 
Even Latang is pretty old now. Yeah. I mean, I mean, have, have you uh, on, to, on, to, to close this out? Have you have you guys read my two posts on? I think I think they were on the the Patreon page. Uh no, I haven't. Were they lucid? There were. There was one from the. I think from the Atlantic on the on the on everyone's favorite team, the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, oh God! And then there was one about the Golden Showers. Okay. I'm trying I, to go. I mean, I mean, I'm telling Why you. Why don't you tell us what they're all about now? Basically, basically, it's the the the, the Coyotes. Like they're an embarrassment. They're they're. They're a freaking embarrassment to the league. I mean, newsflash: the Coyotes are an embarrassment. Yeah, Dateline. I'm going to tell you something. What are they going to do when? I mean, they're I trying to get all news all the time. The I Arizona mean, Coyotes are an embarrassment. I'm telling you right now. I'm Roger Grimsby here now. The news. <laughs> Anyways, I'm telling you, man. If if they don't get that arena in fucking Tempe, and they tell them to go fuck themselves, they're in trouble. I'm, I keep saying, I don't understand why they don't take the arena in Phoenix, do what they did with the with the key in Seattle, refurbish it to make hockey. Guarantee you, the fans will show. Well, fans will come back, guaranteed. Guaranteed. Now, what about Vegas? That's what. What's your point? Yeah, about Vegas, Vegas is they saying, well, the, the they they they've rigged they, they rigged the fucking draft. So they can be, you know, that you know, and now that and now they're and now they're 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 gaming the rules and shit, you know. Oh, they got that trade that was uh turned that was down by was, the NHL because they don't have enough cap room to bring back. No, 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 no. You know what it was? What was it? Hold um, on the news thing again, Jim. The, <laughs> Hold on, the wait for your cue. All news all the time. This is 1010 wins. Okay. What happened was, um, that what's funny, funny Russian name guy, the Danov. He, he, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. I mean, he had a he had a key like a, tra a no trade clause. He he didn't say okay. These are the teams I can't be I, I can't be traded to. These are the teams I want I can be traded to. He they didn't they didn't ask for that. Oh, okay. Before so, he was so, they had to, so so it was it was it had to be next. They nixed the trade, and now they can't bring back Mark Stone and some other dude because they're over the cap or some shit. Yeah. Right? Yep. And they've lost Robin Laner for the season probably. They, go, they got goaltending problems. Now let me ask you this. Mm. I'll, I'll, I'll end Jim's misery by ending this question with you. Now your longtime stance has been once the Vegas Knights start losing, or the golden showers, as you call them. Yep. That the fans will start disappearing from the stands. It's like with it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's them, or if it's Florida, or if it's Tampa, or if it's fucking Carolina. When they start losing, they'll, they'll, they'll crawl back into the woodwork. Only only teams like Philadelphia they'll stick they'll they'll always stick around the Philly fans, the, the Flyer fans. As much as we hate the Flyers. Those fans will stick around, you know. Same with the Caps fans. The Caps fans are going to stick around, you know. Uh, what about Ranger fans? 
And the attendance was low last year. I would say it was lower last year. Why do you think? Because of the Fakakta rules with the the, the fucking pandemic. The, 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 the <coughs> COVID. I think I the COVIDitis, you know. I think now, like you meant like I think Jim mentioned that a lot of the a lot of the suits are now are are not coming anymore. Good riddance. You and you know why. You know why. The, the they're Illuminati? all working from home now. Oh, I thought they were part of the Illuminati. No, they're all working from home now. Good read good riddance and happy to be garbage. here. <laughs> and happy to be here. Yes. That's right. <clears throat> yeah. All right, that's all I got, kind kind sirs. All right. Well, until uh, next time. Yes. We got a show. We got a show Friday or Saturday. Got a show Saturday. All right. I'll th th that, that I'll be there. That I ain't going home for. That's gonna be a hot gig, baby. To maybe three people there. <laughs> no, that, we'll have a good turnout for that one. All right, ladies, guys. Okay. Yeah. This song just as good. What's somebody playing? What's that polka music they're playing? What's that Dixieland jazz they're playing? Yeah, Dixieland jazz. <laughs> well, let's hope we didn't curse the Rangers too much by praising them, but I think there's no cursing them. You know what song I like, and I don't know if it's a real song or if it's just a song they that they came up with just to play at the guard. I like the song they play when they win. And then, like you're waiting for the for the three stars three to come stars, out. Yes, it's just kind of like a. It's just like the same beat over and over again. And I don't know if that's a real song or if that's just something they came up with to play while they you know while they bring out the three stars. Me and my wife wife have been. And I hear it because it means they won. <laughs> right. They've been playing a song around that time, so maybe the same song. That me and my wife have been trying to listen to, to find out what it is, and they do have a playlist on the Ranger site. I think we we found what it is, but oh really? Yeah, I, I'll we'll talk about it the next show, or I'll send you a link. So, oh, I don't, it, I don't, I didn't. It's funny that. that you guys picked it up and we picked it up too. We were like, oh yeah, yeah that's a cool song. It's catchy, and like I said, I like hearing it because it means they won, and it means the three stars are coming out, and you know. I mean, I don't want to get too into the. I know the show's ending here. How did Risto Ristolainen? Nine o'clock. I know. How did Risto Ristolainen get the third star in that game last night? You really, 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 and that's how I want to end up. I just, it just, it should have been three Rangers. Give it a break. How come the opposing players never come out for the three stars? I'd like to see just once. I'd respect the guy. I mean, I wouldn't care. You know? I, mean, I mean, maybe not if it was an Islander or, or a devil or a flyer, but just like a Buffalo Sabre comes out on the action lane. Imagine what the coach And gets the hell out of there. Imagine what the coach, you went out there and <laughs> waved to that crowd we just fucking lost. Uh. I mean, wouldn't you ever? Wouldn't you have respect Peter for a guy Rowe even Rowe. if he didn't? Even if he didn't like the team. I don't know if to believe coast on this. Vita Lovoka, Lovita yeah. Loca. Uh huh. Oh, I can't sing that song, but uh, Maybe that's when what... they when they'd line up to salute the to salute the fans, they'd play that Coldplay song. Yeah, okay, right. that I know that song. He's right. I can't sing it, but that was good. Yeah, it was a good song.
All right. Oh, I think we're done, man. We did. I got to find out what that other song is, though. <laughs> Uh, so we did two hours of uninterrupted, uninterrupted commercial free, commercial free. Hey, hey listen, uh, before I go here, Matt Morello, hey, get down to Lindenhurst, break bread with me, and watch Idiot Box Live. We'll break the cherry. I need all hands on deck, and that goes for you, Nick the Cristo. Break your Idiot Box cherry. I know you live in uh, the the outer banks and of Long Island out there. Out in quag, but get down. Uh, what's Lou Guerrero saying? Throw his face on the big screen for one second and take it down and boo the crap out. I think he's talking about if an opposing player came. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that would be cool. Yes, oh, honey, yeah, I played I your video, I played both your videos, I, I played all three of your videos. Uh oh, one issue, Matt Morello. I can't go out at 11 past 11 p.m. Oh, Z-Man wanted to talk about a gathering. Oh, you got it, Lou. I'm uh, uh Swindlehurst. 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 Oh, so it the Duke. Duke. College basketball on Saturday. What are they got? They're playing a midnight game. That was another thing. I don't know if you saw the video, but St. Peter's from Jersey City won their game Friday night, which put them in the Elite Eight. And I know we don't I don't follow college. Well, I baseball, follow a little bit. But it's nice to see the team from Jersey City that was yeah, right yeah, next yeah. to my grandmother's house. So it was and the garden went crazy. They showed the last couple of seconds of the game on the big screen. And there was just like this wave of people yelling. I mean the place went bonkers. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Okay. And uh Z Man wants to see if we can get together and go to the uh couple days before the viewing party, the Rangers play the Islanders. He, uh, me and him were kind of discussing maybe putting together an invasion of some sort. Oh. And, um, so uh, if anybody's interested, catch me on Facebook. Catch me, out, catch me outside. Catch me outside. Uh, or, uh, Jim, I don't know if you want. You're probably going to be just coming in for the day, I don't think. When is that game? Uh, let's look at it. Look at the schedule. I don't have it in front of me. Man, yeah, I, I can look it up. You know how me with dates. I mean, uh, take uh, let's see. That's going to be April. Uh, April twenty first. That's a Friday night. A Thursday night. That would be yeah. That would be that would be hard for you. Because then, was, uh, first of all, I got to work Friday, and then we're back in the city on Saturday. So, right. yeah, and I don't know Jen's schedule, so it'd be extremely difficult. Okay. Well, we got Matt and the Z-Man, and anybody who else wants to get in on this, message me on the Facebook or leave something on the, in, on the Facebook page. Uh, Matt's messaging me. Uh, I'll have to look at that later. I'm sorry, Matt. Oh, he's... Uh, on the Belmont plan. All right, so we'll see. Uh, uh, we see. I can tell you how much tickets right now are one hundred and ten dollars for that game on, out. The, on the hub. On the hub, one hundred ten bucks. <laughs> on the stub hubber. Where's that? What sections? Uh, middle corner two twenty six. 
That's not that bad. Uh, but so we'll talk about it because you're, you're up in the boonies. Oh boy. Upper corner, 325. Those are going for 115 apiece. Because Maddie Z's coming in from uh, Ohio. But we got to find out how Duke's doing, Matt, because I don't <laughs> want that to interfere with the. the... <laughs> well, that'll be over. Oh, you mean this week? Well, uh, no, nah, I'm being sarcastic that, that Duke will still be on a run. Even though the, yeah, uh, we can see, we can see. We're all gonna play it by ear. Right now, uh, I'm leaning towards no, but if we get a lot of people, I'm, I kind of, I, I can't resist. I mean, not nothing against you and Matt. I like you both, but I don't like to exhaust all my energy right before a viewing party. It's gonna be epic with an epic giveaway. Right. All right. We've talked about all we could talk about. We've done two hours and ten minutes of. We've we've said it all. We've, we've said I've seen it. I've said it all. No, I've said it all. Thank you everybody for being here. We love you guys. Don't forget to sign up www.patreon.com/slash Blue Shirt Underground Show, and you can sponsor. Keep us on the air forever, as Eddie likes to say. Yes. And uh, we'll put you in our special uh, Patreon group on Facebook. We do live game recaps and all kinds of fun stuff. And uh, we will see you April 23rd at McHale's in New York City. Rangers taking on the Bruins. Can't wait. Our second viewing party. No vaccination necessary. You can come and cough all over us. You can lick the, fa you can lick the handrails if you want. They don't care. Over. Thank you, Gunhead. Thank you, Lou Guerrero. Chef, we love you. John giving us the inside scoop on how to cheat the Islanders. I like it. Paul Slyker. Love you all. You fucking rock, all of you. Good night. Eddie, always a pleasure. Good night, everybody. Same here. <laughs>